0: Welcome back, my friends. It's another edition of Flock and Gather. It's Alan Share, your host. You know we are the only 18-minute podcast to in the industry and we like it short and sweet. I've got an industry veteran with me. I haven't seen him in a long time, but I'm glad we're looking at each other on Zoom. I'm sorry, Ben, that our, our listeners can't see you, but say hi to Ben Hollinsworth. He's now running Equip Spago. It's his own deal. We'll get into that. But meanwhile, Ben, I'm so glad to have you today. Glad to be
1: here, Alan. It's good to see your face again. It's been a couple you know, of years, hasn't it?
0: I have less hair though than when you saw me two years ago. Does that count? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, you remember when I started
1: uh, <laughs> back in 2015. I think I have a lot less hair uh, these days as well.
0: Yeah, I think it was down to your shoulders. Now it's barely to your ears. But that's beside the point, right? There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, how if you're still in Bristol, right, Tennessee? Yeah,
1: Bristol, Tennessee.
0: Wonderful. How have things been on the East Coast?
1: Uh, they've been busy. I mean, uh, you know, of course everything's got slow over the pandemic, and uh so hopefully we're gonna see some growth after that. But uh, you know, Bristol's small but well known for the the racetrack. And so we have a you know, two times a year have a pretty good influx of uh visitors and um and then I think they're planning on a casino. That'll be a first for us. Oh so my they're, they're changing an old mall. Um, into a casino, and, and if I understand correctly, it's gonna be a hard Hard rock cafe as well, so.
0: Wonderful, you know, I have, um, they just legalized gambling in Arizona, mm-hmm. so every other advertisement on TV is now a gambling company. Oh, nice. You know, so they're hammering away at it. I don't know if it's good or bad, don't you think, I mean, I, I gamble on myself every day, so I'm, I don't really <laughs> think I need uh, gambling, and some people are really good at it, I know I stink at it, so I just don't gamble. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, as, as many times as I've been to Vegas, I maybe I'll put twenty to forty dollars into the slot machines and uh, I, I, I risked Blackjack one time and and that was enough to know that I was uh, not prepared or just not good enough <laughs> to be in that in that line of
0: uh, gambling. Some people just have the knack. others don't and you it's knowing the difference, right? Right. Um, right. You're not seeing fall over there yet, are you? We're talking in November here. Oh, it's yeah. still 85 and sunny in Arizona.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you remember I, li- I lived in Phoenix for. Oh, that's right. Years. You
0: ta- I, mm-hmm. yeah, stand corrected, right?
1: Yeah. So in the summer you can fry an e- fry an egg, and uh, you know, in the in the winter time it just gets a little little cool and breezy, I guess.
0: You know, it's funny. Uh, my listeners have heard me say this when Kathy and I moved here two years ago is when arizona set the record for most days over 110 degrees in a summer Mm -hmm. this past summer we just came out of Mm -hmm. it was only like 10 days over 110 oh wow it was like a nothing summer it's like okay that's it Mm -hmm. who knows right we don't predict i'm not from the weather predictors i i think i love that you can wear shorts and t-shirts down here every day and i call it a great day you know
1: true true you know, a funny story about uh, Phoenix, it was the first, it was actually the first time I've ever encountered a monsoon, uh, a, a, my brother that I was living with at that time, this is back in 2000. Um, uh, we had just gotten out of a movie theater, we were thinking about going to, to eat somewhere and I heard like a thousand trains just coming right at us and I'm like, what is that sound? Where is it coming from? And, you know, we, I kind of peeked around this line of stores and just a huge wall of rain coming right towards us. You know, we got, we found cover. And in about a minute and a half, uh, the streets were flooded. I mean, so bad, like the, the gutters were overflowing. I, I had never seen anything. I mean, it rains hard here, but uh, that, that was something of, a, of an unusual experience for me.
0: That and the, uh, what do they call them? The haboobs, right? The um, sandstorms that come through. Mm-hmm. Well, thankfully yeah. this summer we had a lot of rain, but I don't worry about it. I, I grew up up north. It rained all the time. It just comes yeah. down more vicious here than it does. <laughs> right. You know, it's kind of just, they, they just, dump, it dumps the whole load. Yeah. Ben, a lot <laughs> of our listeners know you because you've been, you're, tell me, give us the quick history on where you started in this industry before you did your own gig here.
1: Right. Um, yeah. So just, I was extremely blessed. Yeah. Um, I had just moved back, graduated William & Mary. So we moved back from Williamsburg in 2010. Um, I had a linguistics degree. I had no idea what I was going to find here in, you know, Upper East Tennessee, Southwest Virginia. And um, so, you know, just I had some sa- side work and until it was like, you know, my wife, of course, said, oh, OK, hon, it's enough fooling around. Uh, it's time to go a- and make a check. And so being the area that I'm in and it's, you know, basically manufacturing, um, you know, I just went to the temp agency like I had always done when I was, you know, younger, looking for work, and uh, and I spoke Spanish, so um, I was surprised to hear that they that there was a company in the area that was looking for a Spanish interpreter, uh, and that just happened to be Universal Companies. So, uh, and who would have known that one of the largest distributors in the spa industry is you know sitting on top of a mountain surrounded by pastures and uh, and and fields? It's really a beautiful. A, a beautiful place. So I was really blessed to get a, um, a start. Um, that was uh, Alfredo Carval um, at the time uh, as VP who hired me on, but I've worked with uh, with so many good names um, as, as you well know. Uh, so that's how I got started. And um, I was with them uh, until 2017 and then got an opportunity with uh, one of the uh, larger manufacturers of um, medical uh, equipment and uh, and furniture. Uh, silhouette tone and Francois Ricard just gave me a wonderful opportunity to to work with them, and that really went all the way up until um, until the pandemic hit us and just you know kind of knocked our industry sideways. And so uh, a lot of people that I know, including myself, had to had to make some moves. So
0: that's the sort of the the quick story. Do you know it's hard for me to believe that you have been at only two companies, two right? Two. But, but it seems like you've been at this your whole life in our industry. A yeah. lot of people, I told a few people I was doing this podcast, oh, how's Ben doing? We know Ben, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's like you built whatever that reputation is that seems to take forever, but it didn't take you that long to do it. Well, you know, it's throughout my life,
1: um, especially when I started going back to college, um, I, I, I seem to run into people that um, were really good at, at taking me under their wing, Um I mean, I learned the hard way in a lot of a lot of situations, but you know, uh, I had really good teachers, you know, um, that are still in the industry. Like Brian Paris uh, was the one that gave me the opportunity to come into equipment and learn all about spa furniture and equipment and the nuts and bolts, uh, the A to Z logistics, and uh, Damian Ferris, who uh, I'm, I'm sure you know, uh, many many of the listeners know, and uh, you know. It, and just learning, working side, side by side with him was just an amazing experience. He's, he's one of those, uh, leaders that gets in the trenches with you. And I've always had respect for him in that, uh, regard. And then, uh, and then Francois Requierd that everybody loves from Silhouette Tone. I mean, learning a lot from these fellows and then there's just, there's just too many names to drop, uh, in the time we have, but, uh, but they, I, 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 I owe them a debt of gratitude. Uh, Philippe Therine from spy um, uh, yep. especially, I love that man. Um, you know these people helped me grow. Uh, they were willing to sacrifice time and 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 effort to to give me opportunity to do
0: so. So and you've been a good student. So let's not yeah. forget that. Okay. Well, thank you, Alan.
1: Um, I'll pat myself on the back for that. Good,
0: please do because I can't do it from uh, Phoenix to Bristol, Tennessee. So, okay. Tell what was the impetus to do Equip Spago? Where did you come up with the name? Tell us where you're operating in the market. Yeah. Um, so basically, and I think this was for a lot of people, um,
1: you know, the dream of owning a s- small business h- is it in the back of a lot of people's minds until you're actually, and, so, and some people have the courage to just, you know, get up and go do it. They, they, they try and, and, uh, and they fail or they succeed, but they, but they try They have the And then others, uh, you know, like myself, I'm you know, this is after the pandemic, the industry was hit hard enough to uh, to where I was laid off uh, for the, the better part of 2020. Um, and then uh, offered uh, an opportunity by Silhouette Tone to go as an independent contractor. And that's when it really dawned on me that, yes, I could probably go independent contractor, but I have literally worn all the hats um, in on this side of the industry. Uh, aside from being a you know, an esthetician or a massage therapist, even though sometimes I feel like I, I could be a really good one, you know. But I played uh, one on TV, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um but uh um but that's really what what kind of had that decision to make you know do i you know do i become an independent contractor or do i just go all in and do what i know best uh which is building relationships with vendors and uh, manufacturers and, and clients and uh, handling those big projects that i've always had a passion for so that's really where um i decided to launch equipsbargo uh and the name i i wanted something memorable short and sweet exactly what it intent, What the, the intent of the business was. So, you know, we equip your spa and then you go uh, beyond the installation. That's kind of the subheading there because, um, and I think that was really important for me because I think that partnerships are a big part of our industry and spas need the kind of trusted support after the installation. Uh, it's, it's hard enough to to get these large pieces of equipment and furniture in the spa installed, you know, train the staff. It's hard enough to get to that point, but then it's almost like, you know, you you cut ties until either something messes up or you're ready to buy the, uh, uh, you know, the next order.
0: Um, But, uh, so that's what I mean by. Ben, our, our, industry has been built on relationship. This is a true relationship-based business, right? And I, in all the consulting and things that I've done over the years and all the different people that you and I both know in this industry, Mm -hmm. it's rare that people buy stuff first and then they become your friends. They generally, you tell them your story and you start building the relationship and then at some point they start purchasing things from you, but it sort of becomes secondary to the relationship, right? Right, right. And, and
1: I, I think that's where the gap is. Um, you know, the, oftentimes there's not enough conversation prior to the purchase. Right. You know? uh, and I think that uh, a lot of salespeople, especially me when I was new, you know, I, there wasn't a, there wasn't a process necessarily to it. Um, and I've never really thought of myself as a salesperson, so to speak, but more of like a um, uh, the, the, the project manager, you know, for a company that has good products already. These are the things that your business needs. And I'm only there to uh, to help with the exchange, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, but a lot of those conversations that need to happen prior to the pr- pr- uh, pr- to the purchase, they don't always necessarily happen. Um, sometimes it's just a, uh, a purchasing agent that's placing the order, uh, and the spa managers, the spa professionals, they're not always taken into consideration because, you know, people have different bodies. They have dis- different styles of work, different expectations, you know, for the furniture and equipment that they have.
0: Yeah. Do you know, uh, Ben, I'm reminded of a funny story. I think, you know, I grew up in the clothing business. My dad had eight stores oh. in the Minneapolis, St. Paul area. Mm -hmm. And I was probably 10 or 11 years old when he used to never drag my brothers out of bed, but he used to drag his oldest son out of bed early, which meant uh, breakfast at the Lincoln Dell, which was always good because they made the best egg omelets ever. Uh, But then it was a full day of work downtown, right? What do you do when you're 10 or 11? You mop the floors, you do the windows, you run the deposit to the bank. Because there was a time an 11-year-old kid could walk through downtown Minneapolis with a deposit tucked under a shirt and nobody bothered him. I don't think you can do that anymore. But in any case, my dad used to push me out on the sales floor and say, see that guy over there? Just go say hi and ask him what he's looking for. So I don't know anybody in my world Selling and relationship building and it's all the same. Mm -hmm. And I I think people sometimes lose track when they go, oh, I'm not in sales. Well, we're flipping all in sales and we all know it. It's just that it's called different. Sometimes it's called marketing. (laughs) I mean, it it has a different name related to everything along the way. Mm -hmm. So um, I love it. I love that you talk about the building of the relationship and, and you're just filling the needs, right? You're just helping them fill their needs uh, along the way as well. Are you shipping across the country, overseas? What, where's your model take you? Right now, we're just in the states. That's, okay.
1: that's my focus. Um, and I, I think over the next five years, where we're expected a 4.8 percent growth to 21 and a half billion dollars, I think that there is a lot of opportunity for everyone. Um, and for the most part. You know my target customer is the same as, as me. You know, they 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 want that communication. They want that initial communication. They want to know that they're buying the right things. So it, it and it takes time and it takes mutual expectations, you know, quick responses and things like that. So um so right now that focuses on the US and that can always expand in the future. Um in fact I, I have a lot of irons in the fire right now. So um and I, I don't want to you know, all the surprises while, uh, on this podcast maybe a future one but uh but I yeah definitely that. a lot of
0: yeah ben tell what's your uh, i'm sorry friends we've been talking with ben Hollinsworth today a lot of you people know him because he's been around the industry at universal and and um uh silhouette tone etc ben what's the website for equip spago where do they go it's really easy. It's uh, EquipSpaGo.com. Oh, okay. So it's E Q U I P EquipSpaGo.com. Exactly. Awesome. Couple final questions for you. Are we going to see you out and about on the circuit this year? Any trade events coming up? What? I say this uh, year, but it's already November, right. so I really mean right. Yeah, okay. I,
1: I'm I'm in the process of of deciding whether to, you know, to 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 be out on the trade show floors this year, uh, still a lot of things are up in the air with with COVID, and uh, I'm not sure how over the course of the of the season that's going to affect everybody's um, expectations and concerns. So um, I, I I spoke with Mora, um, and I think she's she's she was really helpful in giving me the data uh, that I needed to make a decision. So uh, I got a couple of months to kind of
0: think about oh. it, but I, I think people are going to see me. Uh, Good. I hope. One so. if you come walk the show. I hope they come see you. Right. Oh, right, right. Um, I just. I think I told you before. I just finished show eleven, event eleven for me for the year. So even though there's a bunch more coming, I am totally done for the year, <laughs> and I think I'm gonna. <laughs> so work you're happy about that. that. I'm gonna work from my office, uh, uh, for a while. But we're still an in-person business. People like to yep. see people. Um, as my friends used to tease me about us being a kiss the dolphin, hug the tree business. But the fact is we are, and I don't think anybody has a problem with it who's in the business as well. So I'm I'm really glad you started your own deal. Find Ben at EquipSpaGo.com. Ben, I hope we get to do this again, but I hope we actually get to do it in person. Oh, yes, indeed. Indeed, Al. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you. And friends, remember... Please be kind to one another.